Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. If you listened to a voicemail and you heard, hey, you suck, <laughs> would you be like, I'm going to call that person right back? I'm just trying to make you better. When I got you, it was like hopeless. No, not hopeless. Like this piece of clay. So what you're saying is you believe that Sherry has failed in her attempts. We've been married. It'll be 19 years yes. on May the 8th. That She's enabled you to be what you are. I don't know if a Michael White. I think we're doing a great job. So you feel like we're heading in the right direction? I think so. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I sent myself DMs yesterday. <laughs> see what I got. <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. No, no, no. What a terrible job by the guys. Why, what happened? Uh, what time are we supposed to start this uh, hour? Right at 7. 7 o'clock. Uh, yeah. 6.30, uh, 6.59, 30 seconds. All right, a little early. Well, they messed up. Listen, we've learned. In their calculations. We've learned to take. Nope. To take liberties don't, with you because... Don't give me extra time because you think I'm going to go long. But you generally do go long. Well, but not today. <laughs> because you're making it a point not to. You're being, I got scolded. He's focused. And now I'm I'm all dialed in. And from now on, it made sense. Why not to go long? And I won't go long. And I'm, I'm going to remedy what was a, a, a foible for me. You've, You've never been, seen anyone accept criticism better than David... Hugh Rothenberg accepted criticism yesterday. I thought I accepted it really well. No, I, he was startled when he said when you said you're like, thank you. He's like, what? Well, yeah. So think about this. He told me you're breaking way too late. Way it's, too it's late. It's a real problem. It's going to affect everything. I said, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I should be better. And now I will take that criticism and I will move forward and I will be the better version of myself. And you've been right on point today. Right, right on point. Right on point. So much so that when I'm breaking, they don't trust it. And when I break right on time, now we're coming back. Too early. Too early. That's fine. We got a little extra time. I like it. It's better than yeah, enough you, what, time. What are you complaining about yeah, exactly? Because he likes to complain. Look, no, no, it's not that I like to complain. It's that I, I don't want to come back at 6.59. I feel like the hour has not birthed yet. I want 7 o'clock. By the time this hit the air, it was 7 o'clock yeah, already. Right. So you're preemie. fine. You're fine. I want preemie. You sound like a... Rick Tukin. I sound like Rick Tukin. <laughs> this is what I sound like. On the Canucks. On the Canucks. Is that what I sound Canucks. like? Uh, this portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Uh, did you see the Pakoda rankings? I did. Projections, I guess. I didn't send be. myself a DM. I just I, I but, saw but it. But you read saw it, it and yeah. you read it. So mm-hmm. that takes you out it of the It takes me out of the running. Oh, that's not fair. Well, these two guys can be. RJ, in- did you see the Pakoda projections? I did not. Oh, yeah. oh, Raymond, did you see the Pakoda projections? I did not either. Oh, this is so exciting. Let's play the game. Come on. Music. Do, you want, do you want to play right now? You just teased it. Do you want to play now? Uh, you want to wait? Uh, I don't know. We can play. Uh, listen, I'm willing to do whatever it is that, that's best for the show. You want to play right now? Let me let me open up from baseballprospectus.com. This is as of today. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I just, you're funny. Uh, as of today, 215. 
2023. All right, let's start in the National League. So we'll get back to your uh, Jets calls and Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr. So you can line up those calls. 1-800-919-3776. Who do you think, Raymond and RJ, we'll keep tabs, see who does better on this game. Who do you think is favored to win the National League East? Um, I will go first. Oh, go ahead then. The Mets. Uh, Raymond? I feel like it should be the Mets. Well, well. You, you are correct. Any, uh, Both of you correct. Good job by you. Any idea what the number of victories Pakoda has this at? Mm-hmm. Oh, victories. Coming off 101, boys. I feel like they don't too often dip into the hundreds. I'll say 98. Ooh, 98. 98. Nice Ray- Raymond. RJ says 98. 98 is a big Pakoda. 98 number. is a big Pakoda. <laughs> big Pakoda. Yeah, they don't go. They don't typically go yeah, too I, high. I feel like they don't go hit 100. Right, often. What do you feel? Tell me what you feel. Yeah. Tell us what you're feeling. What about 96? Ooh. What about 96? To say the man's a genius would be dead on accurate. Raymond. 95.8. It's a little strong. Genius. 95.8. You can't win with this guy. You say you negative call things. Him, he's he, dumb. He curls he's the up dumbest. The now he says genius. Well, 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 I, I think you're being sarcastic. Well, I think doing. he's being serious. I mean, my God. I mean, I, I, think see, about I, how far I'll you've trust come. You. I've, I've, been, I've been very burned by you. No, so. this is the, this is like when, when you take over a Mike team and they don't know what offsides is. And then by the end of the season, they know exactly what it is. That's they, right. You know, this is when we first started playing, The Price is Right. You didn't even know how to play the game. You had it no was, idea. It was overwhelming for you. It's too much. Now you're nailing Pakoda numbers. On the number. On the number. It's genius. All right. Um, followed by Atlanta, who checks in a good five games behind the Mets at 90.6. Philadelphia right behind that at 89.8. I expect Miami to have a good season. To be right there as a 500 team at 80 and 82. And Washington, the dregs of the National League East with 61. All right. Do you think there's a team in the National League, RJ and Ray, that has a higher sim winning record than the Mets? Mets 95-8. You think anybody's higher? Mm. The only teams we could be talking about would be the Dodgers and the Padres. Okay. Dodgers and the Padres. Those are the only two. All right. What do we think? Higher or lower than the Mets? 95-8. I'm going to say lower, both. Lower both. Raymond? I can't put them both higher. So I've got to put one of them, I guess, because one would... One higher, one lower? I'm, I'd say the man's a genius, but apparently that would be insulting. Yeah, God uh, Dodgers, a little bit higher, 96-1. Padres, a little bit lower, 92-6. Followed by the Giants, who right there at 80.5 wins. Diamondbacks, 73-7. Colorado, dreadful, 64.5. And El Central, Milwaukee, 88. St. Louis, 86. And then it gets... Sub five hundred from there. The on. rule change is going to be to our benefit, by the way. What what rule change? The divi- the fact that we're not playing so many division games. Right. The schedule. What do you play? Twelve. Is it twelve? It's going to go. Yeah. Well, it's going to go from instead of seventy nine, it's going to go to fifty two. It's a big. I mean, so you're it's looking a big, at twenty seven yeah. game difference. And there's no there's no bad. I mean, Washington's Washington. Bad. But when you look at the other, I mean, you look at the Central. You got I mean the Cubs, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. Even in the West, you got Arizona and Colorado. Right. Correct. Now you play every team from the other league this year, right? That's a more balanced schedule. Yeah. Uh, all right. American League. You guys, Ray, clearly the winner. Um, American League. What do we think? Yankees. What's the number? Mm. What were the Mets? 96? Uh, 95-8. Dodgers, 96-1. Yankees? 97 for the Yankees. Raymond? 97. 
I feel like 95 is a good number for the 95. Wow. RJ, the American League is your league. Yankees 97-9, followed by Toronto. Who's how many games projected behind the Yankees? Hmm. They underachieved last year. They underachieved be last year. You think a better team this year? 90. Ooh. 91. Raymond? 91. What, what, are, what are the Yankees? 97? 98, really? 97-9? 90 for the Blue Jays. Nine, uh, you're, you're right there. 89-2. Yankees expected so to win this good. division by a good, solid nine games. Toronto 89, Tampa 86, Red Sox right there, 580, and Baltimore 74. I will tell you this, that the American League East has the last place team closest to 500 of any, any division in all of baseball. Twins in the Central at 88, Cleveland also at 88, Chicago 78, Detroit 64, Kansas City 62. All right, here's the question now. Team you can't get by. Houston, higher or lower than 97-9? They lost a lot. They did. They lost the American League Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. But they did add Jose Abreu to that team. Nice player. I will say lower. I don't know that they'll finish lower, but I think that they will be projected lower. Give me... What would you like? 97 were the Yankees? 98, really. 98. Okay, 98. give me... Slightly lower. Give me 90. I'll take 97 for the Astros. They'll take 97 for the Astros. Raymond for the Steel. Yeah, they did lose a lot, but like for some reason, I just feel like the, the Astros keep finding ways, whether it's legal or not. I'll, I'll put them at 95. He's a genius. The man is the on man, fire. The man, it, 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 go, it goes like Einstein, and then uh, who is the, the uh, Hawking? And, and and Santiago. Right at least there. at least you're not saying Rain Man, so that's good. No, what, stop with the no, negativity. Rain, stop being so self-deprecating. <laughs> you're Rain, little, now you this, can't keep getting away with it. This I find surprising, and I I think you could look at this as as somewhat I don't want to say concerning, but this could throw a monkey wrench into the Otani issues. The you Angels. See where they have the Angels yeah. at? Almost 87 wins. 86 plus wins. Now if they are winning 86 plus games, they might stay in it to the very end. Maybe even be a playoff team. Two things. A, you probably don't trade them at the deadline if you're that competitive. And B, if you are that competitive and take a step in the right direction, does he want to stay in L.A.? I don't know. Do they want to spend, I mean, 50 million bucks a year? Artie Moreno has said he doesn't Uh, want him to get away. Yeah, right. I mean, just keep spending more money for no results. Unless you're the Yankees, you'd rather not have to trade for him. Well, forget about the Yankees. I want the Mets to get him. What, either? Well, yeah, but the the Mets still have to, I mean, tax-wise... It's crazy. Crazy. Because every, every $50 million year for Otani for the Mets is $100, $100. million. Yeah. So you're talking about a billion-dollar deal. Right, which even Steve Cohen feels a billion dollars. A billion that's, dollars that's, that's a lot of yeah. money. Well done, fellas. Really they, well they're done. Very, they're very good. How about that DM, huh? It's Qu- a great DM. Quickly, let me ask By you. By the way, I, I the uh, Yankees, highest, uh, highest playoff percentage odds. Yankees are going to be a playoff team. Oh, of course. Zero, no, but they have, I mean, of all the... You know, all the the rankings, and they're, and they're not in a bad division either. No, good division. Like Orioles are not a bad team, heading heading in the right direction. No, you said it. The Orioles have, I mean, of the last place teams in all the by divisions. By far the highest floor. By right. far. Um, I was going to ask you a question. Oh, I don't know the answer. You might know it. We can easily look it up. What does Pakoda stand for? I have no idea. Because I think you're going to hear a lot of, RJ, have any idea what Pakoda stands for? 
No idea. Um, you're going to hear a lot of Pakoda over the coming days, and I think it would be nice if we if we actually knew what Pakoda if we knew stood what it, for. it stood for, yeah. right? Because then we, like we like to think, are the smartest show out there. So w- why don't we look up what Pakoda stands for, and then we can bring it to everyone's attention. All right, one 3776 Let's get back to these calls. Everyone lined up. They want Jets, 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 and Rodgers or Carr, Tannehill. Let's go to Tito in Boston. Good morning, Tito. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, gentlemen. I I just think that the Jets are in a tough situation because if even if you do get Rodgers, look, Mahomes, Lamar, Herbert, uh, Burrow, Allen, all these guys, they're not going anywhere, and they're going to be around for years. It's just that's why I just think they should go with a younger guy that can at least be around for years. Because if you're trying to win, if you're, if you're just trying to win a playoff game, Baker Mayfield can do that for you. So I mean, honestly, can he? He really, he really could do he that. Can? If that's just, a, if if that's the so goal, you think that you Baker want, Mayfield guarantees you? Put you... Mayfield, you put Baker Mayfield in the AFC East. He's the second best quarterback immediately. No, he's behind not. Out. No way. No way. There's no way he's better than Tua. There's no way you would. Re- I, if I told you Tua was healthy enough, you want to include health the there. Tua can't get out of his own way. You know what? Tua, without even being able to be on the field, left the playoffs last year. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not advocating for Baker. What I'm saying is it is so difficult. Like, this problem isn't going to go away. These guys are going to be around for years. So what do you want to do? Do you want to curl up in the fetal position and just admit defeat, or do you want to try to punch them in the mouth and somehow beat one of these teams? I I still think that you make a trade. You make a trade. For who? That's what I think. For, for Justin Fields? I think either Trey Lance or the number one pick. Why would you, you trade? Have no choice. Oh, Trey Lance. Why would you want Trey? Wow. First of all, they can't trade Trey Lance. Trey Lance has barely played. And he's How would they off get a, a brutal injury? They they, they they're going to rely on a guy who's well, did you hear not going to be did cleared you, until like a week before the season. Did you hear the other suggestion? What for Justin Fields? No, no, it wasn't Justin Fields. It was for the first pick. So Bryce Young. If the third pick didn't work and the second pick didn't work, first pick Mike, definitely. Mike, Mike Tenenbaum loves, loves him. Loves yeah, that's fine. But okay, hold on. Let's go back in time. Let's rewind to when it was. Let's try to. Have Whoever first, just did that drop is a genius. Genius. Uh, honestly, a genius. Well, kind of set it up perfectly. But this was why we were all going crazy when we win a meaningless game and now we have the second pick instead of the first pick. Correct. Because you looked at Trevor Lawrence as one of those. Can't miss. Right. Like, even he'll find his way through the dysfunction and we'll lift the franchise. Year one disaster, year two, great. Those aren't the conversations you're having about Bryce Young right now. Now, if you wanted to go next season and tell me, let's trade everything for Caleb Williams, I would would listen. Okay, you would listen, but you're going to... So what does that mean? It means that... Waste a year and then next year and now buy all in? No, no, no. It means I'm going for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I'm not trading what it's going to take to get the first pick now. And I'm not denying that Burrow and Lamar They're and great. Mahomes and Herbert and all these guys are not daunting, but what what do I what am I going to do? Curl up in the fetal position and just say, wake me up when the run of all these guys is over? Or look them dead in the eye and say, you know what? Now I have my guy. Let's go. For two years, though, that's the problem that people have right now. And then where do you go? Okay. how? When was the last time you made the playoffs? It's been 12 years. Okay. So what what are you looking I'm for? Not, okay. I love when you get yeah, I love when you get fired. Because up. I'm because and I'm frustrated. I'm not get, angry at you. I'm you frustrated get, in, I'm in try, general. I try to explain to you the other side of this, which is okay, two years happens, then we make the playoffs, maybe we get to a, an AFC championship game. Maybe a Super Bowl. Who knows? I have a hard time believing that, but who knows? Now what? 
That's the, now what? Now, now at least I've been to a Super Bowl, or at least I've been to a championship game. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with. How about, you. I'm how about, just giving you the other side of this? it. So I've gone through. I mean, you look at the quarterback: Fitzpatrick and and Mark Sanchez, and you. I mean, Geno Smith and 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 Sam Donald and and Zach Wilson. How about I actually have a guy who's good for once, and then in two years, if he's done, and he might not be, he might be. I don't know. Then I figure out what it is I'm going to do. Then I kick it down the road for two years and then make the decision of, you know what? Now I'd like to do this. And maybe in two years, I land another guy who's unhappy or mortgage a future to move up and grab that quarterback. I don't know. And truthfully, I don't care. I want to be the best version of what I can be right now, this season and next season. Right. And I think you're in a spot now. And I think ownership is feeling this. And the coach is definitely feeling it. I think the GM is feeling it. Is that... They need to win now. There needs to be a sense of urgency. Call it desperation, whatever you want to call it. Like this whole idea of the Jets not making the playoffs. People keep going, well, and the goal should be a Super Bowl. For the Jets right now, the goal is make the playoffs. And let's get that done. Player empirical comparison and optimization test algorithm. That is Pakoda. It's a mouthful. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we have Stump Rothenberg at 745 this morning. I know. It's very exciting. Let's go. Very, very, very exciting. You think Andy from Merrick is already trying to call, but he can't get through because every line is busy. Yeah. This is his, I mean, this is his Super Bowl. RJ, you have a good solid five-pack uh, for the end of Stump Rothenberg today? No, very solid. Very what solid. would be the uh, the theme to that? It's a hard switch to basketball these days. Really? You want to throw one out at me right now just no, to, to wet the appetite, as they might say? Not yet. An appetite wetting question, no. Not yet. And John Stockton. Gonzaga. Yes. He's ready. He's, nope. he's Gonzaga royalty and then wasn't for a while, but I think he's back now. Uh, well, didn't he do that weird thing? He did something very strange. Yeah, he did. Oh, where he said that people were dying, like hundreds of people were dying on the court. He's, do- he's doing a lot of weird things these days. Yeah. He was a great player. Fantastic! He was player. one of those guys. You'd be like, "Wait, that guy is that good?" Right? I don't buy it. I'll tell you what, the, far, the farther away we get from it, it's kind of like, "Well, kind of glad that duo never won a championship." I love that duo. I I love that duo. Remember, in the, then they would have like these these mediocre players around them. Greg Ostertag, Jeff Hornacek was a good player, though. Hornacek was a good player. From not a great coach, Iowa State. 
Now, how would I know that? Because you're with me. Yeah, I know. Well, you know it. Yeah. Mario yeah. Chalmers. Kansas. Very, oh, I, I think good. I even knew that one. Come yeah. on, what do you got? No, uh, Brandon Roy. Washington. Mm. Played for Lorenzo uh, Romar. I, I don't get it. Brandon Roy, I would. I, that was always one of those people I thought could have. This is because he loves college basketball. Though. I do. I love college yeah. basketball. Yeah. I actually think that that if you said what are your favorite sports and you separate college football, college basketball, NFL, uh, NBA, you like college basketball better than you like college football. I don't even think it's close. It's not. I was going to say I think college basketball might be. I love the Rangers. I don't 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 turn no, your no, head. No, no, you love the Rangers. I but... was going to say I love the Rangers, but I love college basketball more than I love hockey. And I love the Mets, but I might love college basketball more than I love. It's the NFL. It's college basketball. Yeah, but the NFL is like at a different stratosphere. Yeah, a different stratosphere. But I mean, the the rest of them, it's college basketball. I love college basketball. Like, it could have to be Georgetown. It could be just some random college. No, basketball No, I love game I love. love college basketball. College I basketball adore is it. like is Don's NHL. Yes, for you. Yes, and Georgetown lost again last night. In case you, I'm sure it's going to be in, in stuff you missed, oh. but. But do we have a do we have a a break? No, give me the breaking news sounder, do we have please. A breaking Big news. news, jazz hands. <laughs> you teased us all week. Mm-hmm. A five game losing streak. Team stinks. And then game yesterday against the iPad guy. What happened? You want me to tell you this now, I, or you want to save it for like seven thirty, right before we do stump Roth? Oh, let's do that. Yeah, let's take some of these calls. Seven thirty. Right. Like yeah, that's right. They're all, they're all lined up, and I don't I don't want to make the people wait. Let's go to Brian and Cent three. Hi, Brian. You're on ninety eight seven ESPN. Hey guys, thanks for taking the call, Dave. I think you. Oh no! Oh no! For Aaron Rodgers. What? Uh, we we, we gotta, lost we, it we for gotta, a second. We move on because I could hear like one of every ten words he was saying. Did you just hang up on him. Well, yeah, I couldn't hear. I it wasn't meant out of disrespect. Call back. I couldn't hear what Call he was saying. Call back on a better phone line. Call back with a better connection, please. Yeah, please. I mean, why are you why are you judging me? I, could, I just because I'm a man of the people. I don't like. I, people I wanted to on. talk to him also, but could you make out? Dave, what he said? Dave did the right thing. Don't don't come down on him. See, thank you, Raymond. Dave I appreciate did the right that. thing. I'm not going to come down on Dave, but I'm just that guy makes me uncomfortable. I didn't want to. I ha- I had no choice but to hang up on him. If anything, we let him go on too long. I I didn't know what he was saying. This man, this man right here, I'm telling you, what he is, he's got a happy. He's today. a savage. Let's go to John in Forest Hills. Hi, John. You're on 98.7. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Love John. Calling. It's my favorite show. Well, we're uh, here for you. I wanted, to, I wanted to weigh in on this old Aaron Rodgers thing. You know, Rick, I just feel left at the altar, and I, I feel that Aaron Rodgers is going to do that to us. So I want to go after Carr, lock him up. You know, I don't want to have this conversation with talking about Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, but John, and, yeah. I, and I'll let you finish. Well, why? Why do you think it's just like some foregone conclusion that you can just say when you decide to pivot and, and go after Derek Carr that it's going to be? It's a foregone conclusion that Derek Carr's going to be like, "Oh, really? The Jets want me to be their quarterback? Yeah, absolutely. Where do I sign?" I mean, but I think they got to really. He's he's a free agent now. They released him. I think they got to go after him and at least make an effort. You know, and well, I'm sure they're I'm, I'm sure they're checking in to see what it's going to cost and when gauges interest. I would I'd hope so at least. You know, because I just think there's a lot of teams out there that are looking for quarterbacks, and I don't want to see the Jets end up with Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I could settle for Garoppolo, but not Ryan Tannehill. I think that they're they're just taking like two steps back. No, they're not taking two steps back. No, they're taking two steps forward. I mean, listen, I don't want Ryan Tannehill either, but, I mean, he's he's better than anything you got. I mean, you don't have anything. Nothing. Your best quarterback right now is Mike. Well, I mean, he's not, no, he's not. He's not your property at the moment, but if you want Zach to resign Wilson. him, he would be the best. But Zach Wilson is terrible. Uh, Mike no, White hasn't no been able to stay healthy either. 
No, and he's not. I like not. Mike White, but but Garoppolo doesn't stay healthy either. No, so then you already got, had that conversation. You got though. the guy you like more in Garoppolo, maybe over Derek Carr, but you have the fact that Derek Carr is always healthy, and then you get the amalgam of both of them, where you get Aaron Rodgers, who's always healthy and great. Yeah, but it, listen, this isn't. I don't think it's just you know Jets fans or me or Dave that that is saying that it has to be Aaron Rodgers. I think the Jets have already told you. That for them, it's Aaron Rodgers and then everyone else. I mean, I think they made that pretty clear. That for them, the goal is Aaron Rodgers. And it should be. I think it, it is. Should, it should, and it should be. I mean, he, he is the best thing. It's not even close. He's the best thing out there. Now, If he, I, I I don't really factor Lamar Jackson as, as a piece of the equation. If he, in fact, is available, now I think that adds a little monkey wrench into the mix. Where, you know what? I can make a play for Lamar Jackson. And I might like that better than Aaron Rodgers. I know, but then here's the thing, though. Because I was, I mean, we've said that the entire time. That was a question I asked you a month ago. Is how how interested is Baltimore in trading Lamar Jackson in the AFC? I don't know. When you have a team like Atlanta that I'm sure would be interested. I mean, there's other teams that are going to be interested in Lamar Jackson. I saw odds, and I don't remember the sports book, but they had odds yesterday, and I was reading them. And the real heavy favorite, if, if Aaron Rodgers were to leave Green Bay with the Raiders, and if Lamar Jackson were to leave Baltimore, was the Falcons. So the the last the, the last thing you can have is Rodgers and Jackson get moved, and you wind up with Ryan Tannehill. You can't have you that can't happen. you cannot have you, that you can't happen. have it happen. You can't have. I mean, let's be fair. Those are two top. I don't know what five, seven, whatever quarterbacks. You can't have them be moved this off season and you not get involved. Can't have it. Well, how about this though? I think this is interesting, right? So when you look at, have you looked at the at the Super Bowl odds for this upcoming season? I saw them on Monday when they had the the real early odds right after the game. All right, so you got Sunday. Kansas City's at the top, mm-hmm. Buffalo's at the top, San Francisco, Philly, Cincy. Did you see where the the Jets were at? The Jets are high, right? Yeah, they're ahead of Miami. They're ahead of, uh, I mean, they're ahead of the Giants. Well, you know why that is Minnesota. because there's the there's the thought, the pervasive thought that, that maybe the Jets wind up with Aaron Rodgers. So that has to be it, right? Because wh- why why would they be ahead of Miami? I don't know. I Unless, mean, they're ahead of I mean they're ahead of Minnesota. They're ahead of Pittsburgh. I mean they're ahead of Tampa. They're ahead of Tampa. I, mean, I think I saw Tampa had like the worst odds in the NFL. Uh, Tampa does not have the worst odds. No, no. Houston has the worst. Houston has the worst odds. What, what are the Houston's odds? Uh plus twenty eight thousand. <laughs> so if you bet a hundred dollars, in Arizona. It goes last three teams are, are uh, Indy. This is on, uh, well, what do we do? We do Caesars? Whatever. Uh, so last three, Indy, Arizona, Houston. What um, better odds, Jets or Broncos? Jets. Jets. What are the Jets? 12, 14? Uh, Jets are plus 3,000 on Caesars. 3,000? 3, plus 3,000. And what? And, and Kansas City's what, 600? Plus 600. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I just, I find it interesting that that's, I mean, they're right. They're so highly... Well, it's killing. Let me count the teams. One, two, three, top four, 10. five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven. Yeah. It's pretty high. That's really high. There's no way if I told you Ryan Tannehill's going to be the quarterback, no. the Jets would be eleven. So there is a pervasive thought that has to be. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at 
DR on ESPN. I am not, and I'm, I will stand and die on this hill, RJ. I am not doing Stump Rothenberg if the people do not line up and play the game. I'm not going to have one guy on hold, and we sit here and we wait, and nobody else calls with their questions. Calls, calls. So if you want to play, let's go. 1-800-919-3776. And in, that's right, over here we're going to play in six minutes, I will tell you, and I'm not saying it's a good story, but I will tell you the story of last night's um, rec basketball game. Now you're going to swing it? I think, RJ, I think you will appreciate at one moment. I actually think you will defend me and think that I was accurate in my reaction last night. Who's the, the cat now? Well, there were, the stakes were high going into this game. This is a win and we're in. If we didn't win this game, we were on the outside looking in for the, the playoffs. So we hey, ha- absolutely had to win this game. Let's go! There's a lot of stress heading into this game. And it was more stressful than normal because of the situation that was within my home. And I will tell you that in a couple minutes. Wow. Let's get to I our... I know pumpkin! <laughs> it doesn't even sound like me. Like, if you were if you were on a in a court of law and they said, who is this person? I know pumpkin! You, that's not me. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. It's you. It's Radio Dave. But, I mean, you, you. here's the thing. in the From the time you walk in, today was early, to the time the microphones go on. Right. You have kind of like, you know, disheveled, <laughs> disheveled not, Dave. That's not nice. Microphones turn on and it is, I mean, it is. Spicy. Spicy superstar tapping into things he doesn't even know he has inside of him. Dave. I think that's meant to be nice, but I don't like the. Dis- no, it's meant dis- to be nice. Disheveled, Dave. Well, you're disheveled. You said it yesterday. You admit it. You're disheveled. It's like well, when but, James Bradbury but, said, "I held him." But shouldn't I be disheveled? Of course. Like I'm, I'm waking up at four o'clock and driving into the city. Like I, I, sh- it would be strange if I wasn't. Cassie wants to it? fight me every morning. Why? Because I have to. She's like wants me to lay stuff out. I'm like, it's too. I can't. I don't have the energy to lay stuff out the, the night, night before. Be- the night yeah. before, I get that too. And then I'm walking through. I always, stumbling I always into feel things. so guilty. Awful. It's like, what am I? Does this match? I'm like, does it? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter until you walk out of the building and it's like actually people are on the street now. Well, because now it's actual the real world is happening out there. <laughs> yes. By the way, when you walk out today, you know what temperature it's going to be? It's going to be warm today. Sixty-three degrees. Today. Oh, I'd like to go golf today. You could. I don't have the energy. <laughs> no, you're not going to be able to. And then you have a big night tomorrow night, don't you? Uh, big, yeah, big night. A bit. What do you have tomorrow night? Tell the people. I got the point. I'm doing 6.30 to 7 is the point. And where's that on? Uh, that is on ESPN2, okay. I believe. And then on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Big boy ESPN. ESPN proper, as some might say. Right. We got the uh, the Devils. Hello. Nice. Devils won again last night. Devils won again last night. Devils are rolling. This was out Jack Hughes. Rangers-Devils, first round matchup. Awesome. How good would that be? I don't get me started on that. Why? The, the whole playoff, the seeding it's, is it's awful. really It's really Just go stupid. go one through eight. I could not agree with you more. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Good morning, Ira. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. And I, I tell you, I, I understand Aaron Rodgers is a big prize. I, I'm not even questioning that. And Rick, you're so right about the defensive-minded coaches, offensive-minded coaches. They had Dable in the building. Um, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But at the end of the day, you can't convince me in any form that the Jets don't know where they stand with Aaron Rodgers. And we're going to know in the next two, three days, because if they don't have Carr in for a visit, or we don't hear a story that Douglas uh, is meeting and having dinner with Carr, then you know that Rodgers and the Jets have some type of wink-wink situation. But let me ask you this, Eric. Is there a chance in your mind that they don't love Derek Carr and they look at Jimmy Garoppolo as a more attractive addition to this team? 
Yeah, I do. That's exactly how I feel. All right. So then, if they don't if they don't make a play for Derek Carr, and they wait for Garoppolo, does it necessarily mean that Rodgers is going to be the ultimate prize if they don't want Derek Carr? Uh, I would I would think so. But as to Derek Carr, you know, listen, I, I understand he, he had a run with the Raiders. He had how many three four head coaches. He had some really bad teams. So a lot of his numbers are misleading. The one number that I take. Is that I think it was twenty eight or twenty nine um, uh, comeback wins, thirty three game winning drives. I think the twenty eight was fourth quarter drives. So I mean, the, the guy could play. He, he's a, a massive upgrade over the garbage you just have put out as quarterback over the last twenty years, except for one or two players. So is he going to get you the big prize? I don't know. If you have a good coach and you build a big roster, I think Derek Carr possibly can get you to that big game. Well, you don't know if you have a good coach. I, I think he could be a good coach. I, I would say this too, Ira. I have the ultimate respect for Derek Carr because it's not easy to to play at a high level, surrounded by the kind of dysfunction that he's being. You know, he was surrounded by the fact that he got his team with that whole John Gruden stuff going down, got his team into the playoffs. I give him tons of credit for that. I just think is you know what the Jets have done is they've they've backed themselves into a corner, and that's why we're having these conversations. If there was if if the thought of Aaron Rodgers didn't exist and you just woke up tomorrow morning and Derek Carr was your new quarterback, you'd be thrilled. It'd be pumped. Yes. But that's not how they – I mean, this is this – Yeah, but now, now you've seen that the, the model is, is available, right? And the model might want to date you. So if you go back to just a regular nice girl, that's kind of, you know, going down from the top shelf to the next shelf, not Well, as you've already taken all the steps to try to make yourself as attractive as possible to, to you've done, You've done everything you can do. Right. So I, I don't know. I think – I think what you said could be could be partly true, too. I mean, from because I mean, Samini doesn't just willy nilly say stuff like that. The that there may be the feeling in that building that that Garoppolo, because Salah is familiar if, with if Garoppolo, not Rogers, then it played would be Garoppolo. Big, played in big moments. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily think if they don't make a play, and I don't know what they're going to do if they don't make a play for Derek Carr. Necessarily means that it's a slam dunk that Aaron Rodgers comes. No, here. but I also think as a defensive minded head coach, right? I mean, he had success with Kyle in in San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo. The way Jimmy Garoppolo plays. In you know Nathaniel Hackett's West Coast system, limits mistakes, plays great defense. I mean that's that's how defensive minded head coaches want to win. Yeah, you're gonna you you'll win with Garoppolo. If you have a healthy Garoppolo, you're gonna win ten or eleven games next year. I firmly believe that because you got to figure they're gonna fix up the offensive line. Pat Hall's gonna be back. I think they're gonna cut Corey Davis, but with Elijah Moore, Elijah and, Moore and Garrett Wilson, got two tight ends, legitimate the wide receivers. Is, they have to fix that. Yeah, so that's important. But here's the thing: if you wind up with Garoppolo, you've now traded nothing for him. So that 13th pick is still yours, and you, I mean, you have all your picks. It's, that's the attractive part of going free agent. You know, you're not trading that 13th pick for Aaron Rodgers. So now all of a sudden, you got Vera Tucker. It sounds like Dwayne Brown's probably going to retire. I want to know who else is, is serious about Aaron Rodgers in the AFC. See, this is this is the unknown. Like, I want to know exactly who the competition's going to be. I know you've heard Vegas. It's got it. The Raiders have to be. Well, who else doesn't, could it be? I mean, but doesn't Tennessee have to be involved? Maybe. Malik Willis is not ready. No. He's not ready. Baker Mayfield to Tennessee? I don't know, but is that, I mean, if it's Baker, I mean, if it's Baker Mayfield or trade a couple picks for Aaron Rodgers in that division, I mean, you're pretty much guaranteeing and win the division. Yeah. No, not really, though, because Jacksonville's right there, too. Jacksonville's right there. But you're a good team. You're probably a play. If you had Aaron Rodgers, you got to be a playoff team. That's another thing, too, if you're the Jets. Now, now another team's going to land another, another elite, another elite quarterback. It's a problem. So now it's it's going to be Burrow and Herbert and Mahomes 
and Jackson and Allen and Rodgers and Lawrence, and I like him, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get Jimmy Garoppolo. You got to hope like hell your defense is great. It's got to be it's got to be better than really good. It's, it's, it has to be great. That's got to be top of the league. It's got to be a top yeah, well, three defense. Well, you've seen it happen. I mean, we're just talking about San Francisco beating you know Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. But if you if you had Jimmy Garoppolo, there's a real chance you're like bottom third of the AFC in quarterbacks. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, doesn't make you feel great. Doesn't make you feel great. I mean, I see that's the that is the the allure of Aaron Rodgers is that Aaron Rodgers at you've seen what Aaron Rodgers looks like at his best, and it's one of the greatest to ever play the game. Now, can he? You know, can he get to that level at his age? Was last year the broken thumb, or was it a regression coming off back-to-back MVPs? I, in my mind, I like to think it was his thumb, and he'll be, you know he'll get back to being that upper echelon quarterback. It's the hope. I think so. I, I would be very surprised if he if he was. But on if the you got into a, I mean, it's it's if you got into a an up and down the field shootout with. Burrow or Mahomes or one of these great quarterbacks you're talking about, and Jimmy Garoppolo is your quarterback. You're not going to win that, right? You can't. You can't afford to be that team. You can't afford. You can't afford to have a Super Bowl for a playoff game, right? Where it's 38-35, last team that has the football scores and wins the game. You can't. You can't play that game if you're the Jets. You're going to have to win with a balanced rushing attack, a good passing attack, and, a, and an upper echelon defense. If Jimmy Garoppolo is your quarterback, that's how you're going to have to win. That's going to be it's a recipe, really, dude. I mean, you you just saying that it really is. I don't know if we spent enough time on it, but we should have. Is just how how well Jalen Hurts played. He was awesome, and the leap he took from, from last years two year to three. To the, and well, uh, now he's going to get fifty million dollars a year, dude. I mean, it is. I mean, what? So much credit to him, like to put in the like, to just to recognize what he needed to do. And he's had a lot of hurdles it. in his life too, right, dude? Football I mean, hurdles, right? I mean, getting he, replaced he, the national championship game. There's been plenty of stuff, right? Kicked off, to, basically kicked away from Alabama. Goes to Oklahoma, right? Well, he Reinvents stayed, himself. Well, don't forget, remember he stayed. And then ends up getting put in a big spot, comes through, plays well, goes to Oklahoma, but right. then was drafted and was like, kind of like, what are they? What, why I remember those Jalen like, Hurts. What are they doing? Yeah, what are they doing? It felt like a Doug Peterson kind of got his way. He wanted Jalen Hurts, yeah, because the character's unquestioned, oh, unquestionable, great, great, easy. If he wasn't a Philadelphia kid, he'd be very easy right. to root for. I mean, the teammates love him. Well spoken, handsome kid, and he just he just wants the work, he's, man. He's got it all. He certainly does. All right, I'm going to ask you because it's our show, not mine specifically. You want to hear how the basketball went down yesterday, or do you want to go stump Rothenberg right now? Basketball, basketball. All right. So big game, biggest game it's of the huge, season. It's huge. Win and we're in the playoffs. Lose and we're in the B loser bracket. Nobody They're relegated, kind of. Nobody wants it's that. Gross. So. Ben had a cold like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and because he's 16, he knows better than parental advice. So he's doing two baseball practices, and he went to a Super Bowl party, and he's lifting, and he went to the the high school basketball game. He does not rest. Monday morning, wakes up, I'm really sick. I can't go to school. I said, now he never complains. I said, what what do you need? You got to go to the doctor? I need to go to the doctor. Oh, my God. Take him to the doctor. It's not fever, but it's not not fever. It's like 99.7. So he's got like a little something, right? He's like, my throat's killing me. He's congested. He's, it's, it's terrible. So Monday, laid up. I'm like, you're not going to be able to play in the game tomorrow night. He's like, well, let's just see how it goes. Tuesday wakes up. I'm still really sad. I can't go. Tuesday starts to come around a little bit. Yesterday, right? Game day, come around a little bit. Um, I see him in the afternoon, and I say, uh, listen, you, you're not playing. You know, it's the appropriate music for this. I said, you're not, you're not playing. Dad? 
I think I'm starting to feel better. I'm turning the corner as he's like sneezing and, and here coughing. He and, it's and here he chest. comes. He goes, let it be my flu game. Oh, yeah. I said, no, nah, I, I can't. I said, I don't think I'd be an appropriate parent if I let you take the court, being that you've missed the last two days of school. So back and forth and back and forth. And then Sherry takes his side. You know, he never misses school. And he's such a good student. And he says he's okay. And you can see that his eyes look more clear. Let him play. So now it's just me on an island being a real parent saying, I don't think you should. But of course, because I'm a softy, let him play. And you want to coach. Uh, yes. I, I, listen, it wasn't about it's me, iPad it, guy. it wasn't. You it, wanted it, it to was, smash I wanted iPad to guy. win that game. I do not like that team, but it, honestly, it wasn't about me. So we show up. We walk into the gym, and I'm like, listen, I'm going to take you out a bunch. I'm not going to play you the whole game. You're clearly not healthy. We walk in, and they know him, and they put like a target on his back. And the other coach, and I didn't like this, and it wasn't even a joking manner. He, ben walks in, and they, and they say, guys, number 12, we got to foul him out right away. Foul him out right away. I'm right, fine. Game starts. Now, this team, mind you, 10-game winning streak. They started out 0-2. They're now 10-2. They're rolling along. We go out there, fall behind 11-7. Now, how about this? So, I, I'm, I told you I was going to get thrown out. I was going to get annoyed if something bad happened. End of the first quarter, right? They throw a long pass, but just inside of, of half court. Kid takes a heave shot as the first quarter buzzer is, Goes is going. No. My guy comes across. Blocks it. Call a oh, foul. Oh, no. They get a three, three shots. Now, Ugh. I said to the guy next to me, because I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then the other coach says, he goes, he hit him right across the arm, coach, right across the arm. I said, who the hell are you? Give me a favor. I said, I'm not talking to you. I said, I'm talking to the referee. You got nasty with him. Well, I'm not, I wasn't talking no. to him. I wasn't complaining to him. I was, you I, said, shut I, your mouth. No, I did not. I said, I'm talking to the referee. I said to the guy keeping the book who's sitting next to me, I said, what's the foul total? 7-0 at the end of the first quarter. I said, hey, ref. I just want to bring to your attention, 7-0 in fouls in the first quarter. 7-0 in fouls. And he goes, well, I mean, you guys are overly aggressive in the other team. I said, 7-0 is unbelievable. And he goes, listen, he got him right on the arm on that play, so I had to call. I said, it was a he from half court. And the other coach again, he goes, he got him across the arm, coach. I saw him. I said, do me a favor. One more time, I'm going to tell you, I don't want to hear from you. (laughs) I'm talking to the official. Right? So, end of the first quarter, we're down 11-7. Ben, to his credit, goes for 20-ish rebounds. Wow. Scores about eight. My guy Jordan hits big threes. Ironically named Jordan. Jordan. 54-52. We bring home the victory. Come on. We're in in the playoffs. Yes. This poor kid, he's on the court at the end. He never says a word. Like three minutes ago, he goes, can I get a quick break? Just just a quick break. I had to take a timeout. Did you just, carry did you carry him off the court? Pretty much. It, he was so good that parents on the other team came over like, boy, you just you crushed us. They're like good he, for you, him. You, yeah, he was like so, that kind of party. He was so happy. How happy were you last night? I was I couldn't sleep. You were that happy. I was so I I'm telling you, I don't care whether it's it's Xbox or Coach, I don't like losing. I don't like it. And winning worst. is a wonderful euphoric feeling. So yes. It's, I'm coaching 16U basketball, and we won, and I'm so happy. Let's I woke up, go! I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning. I was like, yes. Ready to rock and we roll. We won the game. I tell you, man, winning is the, it's, it's the best drug, man. The feeling of winning. He goes for 20 rebounds. Well, maybe done yes. crack. It's on and on and on and on. <laughs> it's awesome. I told you, we lost, the, we, we lost the championship game on Saturday in overtime. Devastated. It's, it's crushing. Ru- it ruined it's the whole absolutely weekend. absolutely crushing. So, RJ, what do you, what do you think? 
How do you think I handled uh, the officials? 7-0 foul calls at the end of the first quarter is egregious, no? That's a good job by you to point that out. I mean, a lot of times when coaches are complaining, they're not complaining for that call in that moment. I was they're complaining for, for the, the second and third quarter. And you did a great job. I, you're the coach of this team. You owe it to, to your team to get them to this point, and they rewarded you with their effort. Now what do you do to motivate them moving forward? Who's the cat now? I mean, listen, I have, I have some tactics. I have some tricks. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to roll. How do you think you – is the bracket out? The, the bracket will be out on Friday. Oh, wow. But we are going to have our work cut out for us. There's some oh. very good teams. We're probably going to wind up with, like, the sixth seed. So maybe we can play this team again. Everybody! Uh, the storylines write themselves. He's bringing the iPad this time, guaranteed. He's going to throw it at you. Good, good. I welcome that. <laughs> like a throwing star right to your neck. Good. Let's go. I'll dodge it like Bruce Lee. It's going to be like slow motion like the Matrix. Like, <laughs> I'll be circulating around. Good. Not going to get me. I look into their I'm eyes. I'm not talking I, to you, sir. I wasn't. Who the hell are you? Because he wanted it, to get under your skin. No, but you know what? If he started complaining about a call, and he's complaining to the official. It's between him and the ref. I, I wouldn't go over and be well, like, the hey, foul hey buddy. Been, well, it's already is... been called. He's not going to take away the foul. Right. So shut your mouth. Yeah, exactly that. You should be happy that you got seven fouls. Seven zero. Is, that's a, that's, a that's ridiculous, that's isn't it? He did a good job, though. You worked the referee. I, I worked like the it. referee, and, and we won the game, and I'm very, very happy about it. And then, of course, we go home. I'm, I said to Jerry, I was like, so what were people saying? I was like, what, what was <laughs> the chatter on the, on the parents' sideline? Well, let's turn on Sports Center. See if I want Sports Center. Yeah. Did, did you think it made it? <laughs> and I was like, I, I swear. I, I told him at the end. I was like, if you guys lose this game, I'm, you're going to take this to your graves. <laughs> Is that what like, you yeah, said to them? Yeah. Well, that's what that Herb Brooks said. Yeah. 16 new basketball. Say, yeah, I think that's what he was talking about. It's like it's rec league to his living. Did you say team. it like he said it? Did you include the extra word? Uh, I cursed at them. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, they're 16. I feel like they're at the point where you, I can appropriately curse at them, no? I, sure. I prefer not to, but you have bombs? Yeah. <laughs> Is that wrong? I, 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 well, I don't know I'm, if it's I'm, wrong. I'm, I'm uncertain. Like, I don't it, know. They're 16. It's not like they haven't heard these words. I, yeah. just, I just like that you're breaking out her Brooks quotes. <laughs> Bronxville? Their time's over. <laughs> Pelham? <laughs> They're uh, done. New Rochelle? You guys were born to be 16U rec league basketball players. I, you know what? I think in many ways we are. <laughs> I think in many ways we are. I feel good about it. I'll do it again. What's the What's the uh, basketball equivalent of the bag skate? I don't you know. The kids see with the gassers. <laughs> you can't call them the one thing. Again. But the gas- do you think they respect him yeah, enough, though, David? Ben, did again, like that? Just, ben Rothenberg, <laughs> Westchester. <laughs> you worry about your own game. Money there to keep you busy. Bryce, who do you play for? You, coach. I, I grew up in the, I grew up in the same town as Mike Ruzioni, so I've heard all this. To win on talent alone. It's the best. I might have some motivating... Like note cards for next game. I yeah, like you should. I feel like you motivating them is, is just insulting them, really. How, why? What does that mean? <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yeah. What? What is it? No, hang on. There's a shot there. There's an unveiled no. shot. What does that mean? No, it's not a shot. I feel like you're motivating is like swearing and yelling at them and, and pushing them to, to be more through insults. I think that's your motivating tactic. I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. That's what I'm saying. I yeah, some of my love, fear, respect, Dave is just, he'll just... I, I insult you to listen. Death. If I see that you need a, a like a, a cuddling, I'll cuddle. If I see that you need a smack across the face, I'll yeah. smack. You need a curse thrown in your face, I'll curse. I don't care. What, you want me to go after the refs? I don't care what it is. I don't think you should smack the kids. Well, probably not. <laughs> but a smack, a nice, good, hard smack on the bottom. Nothing wrong with that. I don't right? know if that's acceptable. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That you should be saying that probably. publicly. You can't smack a kid on the bottom. Yeah, like a good, so. good job. Oh God! Now you go out there and you get him, Tiger, kind yeah. of thing. 
I'd avoid that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Probably wouldn't call him Tiger. Rarrow. <laughs> <laughs> you are You're making it worse. You we are won make, the game. Making it so much I worse. I was Rarrow. motivational. <laughs> ben had his flu game. Jordan hitting big shots. <laughs> How about the other coach? He doesn't say guard Jordan. He says, no, that kid has 19 of their 34 points, guys. Guard him. And I'm thinking to myself, why does he have to? How does call? he know that? Because he has his, eye, his iPad. <laughs> It's a genius. Sounds like a huge nerd. This you, guy. He's like, uh, what's the guy? What's the uh, the Red Sox guy? Uh, why don't you body him, Alex Cora? No, the the, the, the Theo Epstein. He's like, oh, well, he's like that? analytical. Yeah, he's but like, he's coaching the game. You no, he's him? the assistant coach. Oh, see, that's the, oh. the other coach is the one that comes after me. Oh, so he's like the little nerdy kid in yeah, the Giants. Yeah, he's the, the nerdy kid. Give him a wedgie fond- next time. And he's, he's always got something <laughs> to say. And finally, yesterday after the game, he's like, "You guys are in that one. You guys are really good." <laughs> like, yeah, we were, and we'll get you again. Jackass. It's going to run the annexation of Puerto Rico on you next. I'm scared of none of these guys. I get that. In this you. rec league. I'll go right yeah, after. He's, oh, he's in his booster <laughs> right now. What was the giveaway? Plays. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.